it's about to be – it's going to be a good game. It's about to go down? Well, I don't know. I'm least I don't know if it's going to be a good game. I think that that game on Friday was felt like that was going to be the championship game um, between South Carolina and Iowa. I mean, Damn, you got ball. Iowa like that, huh? Say that one more time. You think it's like that with Iowa, huh? I mean, I just think LSU lost by double digits to or to South Carolina okay. earlier, and I just don't know if they're going to be able to um, match up. But I mean, we'll see. I mean, Caitlin Clark has just been balling all season long. Have yeah. a forty triple double, bro. Absolutely, she's a fucking beast. Ever do that? That's wild. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I'm not really up on women's hoops like you are. So, like, the way I'm reading it is, like, LSU is, like, a really good defensive team. You know, I, I was, like, the really good offensive team type of thing. Yeah, I mean, I was – yeah, they have probably one that – I think she's, like, top top three, top five in the NCAA scoring for women. Um, and that means just, they're just an offensive juggernaut. Like, they just – they can score, like, nobody's business. LSU – I think all the SEC teams, I think, are kind of seen as more like a defensive team. They think that LSU is just big, they're athletic, and they have a girl, Angel Reese. I mean, she had a couple games where she had, uh, she put up a 20 20 game, mm-hmm. right? 20 plus points, 20 plus rebounds. So, I mean, it's just going to, it really is going to come down to, I think, if, is if LSU can, the thing that hurt South Carolina is they just couldn't make outside shots. If South Carolina, LSU can do that and kind of keep uh, Caitlin Clark from not having one of those monster gangs that could potentially win, I just, I, I'm not sure. Well, that's what the the girl from uh, LSU was saying, right? Was that uh, if uh, Iowa plays, were they playing like a zone or something like that and kind of just letting. Uh... It's almost kind of like what teams do with like Giannis, right? Where they, they just sink in and like let them take that open shot. Now, granted, like I don't know if you saw, there was a one time during the game. Where the Caitlin Clark literally just like waved a girl off, like you're not about to make that. I'm not worried about it. But she just sat in the paint. <laughs> the disrespect. Let, literally let the girl just wide open. She uh, her name is Raven, Raven Johnson. She just didn't take the shot. Wow. So, in that matter of fact, it was one of the uh, players from LSU, Alexis Morris. She was like, it's, "That's disrespectful to me. Like, you're not gonna do that to me. You leave me open. I'm taking it. I'm taking it with confidence." Mm-hmm. Like Brandon Grant is a completely different team. Like LSU, I mean, South Carolina, they have size. They have they got six four, six five, six seven. Like they got monsters in the paint that like Iowa had to pack the paint. Otherwise, you can't you can't you can't play them man up. You're going to get destroyed in the paint. So because they got out rebounded by like twenty rebounds, if I'm not mistaken, 15, 20 rebounds. So they did what they had to do. So I mean, I think I'm. I anticipate Iowa to win the game. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got like 30 minutes. Yeah, once we wrap this up, I'm going I'm to tune into that. It's going to be interesting. I haven't watched a game this tournament, so this will be my first one. Man, this tournament has been fucking insane. Just the just the number of upsets. I mean, you had a 16 beating the one again um, with um, fairly Dickinson beating um, – Beating uh, Purdue. Oh yeah, yeah, that was wild. Fucking insane. And then had 
Arizona going down early. It was this this tournament has just been insane. Just in miles, man. Duke got knocked off crazy. I can't believe State made it as far as they did. Honestly, that was they look good. Yeah, they did. They looked really, really good. Um, I was surprised that Alabama ended up losing. Me too, man. I mean, I just think that the number of pros, especially Brandon Miller, like Brandon Miller is so nice. Like, I think he's going to be pretty good when he gets to the league. Um, but yeah, I mean, but that's the whole point of like March Madness. Like, that's the beauty of it, right? Like, you legit have no idea what's going to happen in these games. Um, so I think that's the whole, whole beauty of it. But I think they said literally that first, after that first, uh, that first weekend, there were zero brackets. That were perfect. Yeah, I mean, I don't doubt it at all, bro. <clears throat> it's, it's it's crazy every year, but this year was even more so to me. Maybe maybe we say that every year, but this was crazy. No, 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 legit. You had you had what? If I'm not mistaken, a three of the four Final Four teams was their first time ever making it to the Final Four. Yes, yeah. Who was that? Florida school for Atlantic. That that was Florida, crazy. Yeah, Florida Atlantic. Uh, San Diego State and Miami UConn. the first times ever making it to the uh to the final four or something like that. So that's so nuts, bro. It's just it's just insane, man. Like it the game. I mean that I don't know if you had a chance to watch that San Diego State and FAU game yesterday where dude hit that buzzer beater. I saw the replay. Wild shit, man. Left, bro. Like I thought they were about to call a timeout. They didn't call a timeout. I thought he was dribbling too much and he pulled up and hit a spot and just cashed that boy. It was. These games have been really, really good. Mm-hmm. It's been sweet to watch. Who do you got in the championship? I'm gonna go with UConn. They look, they just look like they are at a completely different level than they, they've won all of their games by double digits. They're rolling for sure. It, it's too. They're they're too. They're too strong, bro. Like you got Hawkins, who legit. If you don't go to the league, I'd be surprised. Uh, Sandago. He, I mean, just a big dude that's just super athletic and can move. Like, I, I, just, I don't know if San Diego State is going to be able to really match up. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. When is that game? That's tomorrow. Championship game is tomorrow. So should be a, it should be a really, really good game. I'm excited for him now. What's the deal with um uh, the dude from uh, Michigan that's leaving? Hey, it's kind of like, I don't want to say controversy, but some people are like, what the hell is he doing? And other people are like, he should. Like, what's your take? He's, he's transferring. I mean, I think um, he just probably isn't happy with um, what's going on. I mean, they didn't make it to the tournament this year. They were, they were just injured and just couldn't get the team all set. Like, literally within the first three games, they lost their starting point guard. Then Jawan Howard's son, Jet Howard, was in and out of the lineup a couple of times with ankle injuries. And then the last game in the NIT, when they were played against Vanderbilt, which they ended up losing, but they could have won the game. They, two of their better players didn't even play in the game for injuries. So, and then, but, I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, he had a hell of a fucking career, though. Uh, you think he's been to a final, what, a final four, two, six, Two sweet sixteens in an elite, like a couple of elite eight. Like the dude has had a pretty successful career. Just be very interested to see where he goes, though. Mm. That's what I want to see, and I want to see how he, like, if his game evolves compared to what it is now uh, at the next school. So, but I, oh, I thought I'm he was nervous. going to the draft. I didn't know he was leaving schools. 
Jet Howard is going. That's to the who draft. I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, Jet yeah, Howard is going. Yeah, he's going to the draft, which I was kind of surprised that I think he could still have used another year. Um, but I mean, he can shoot the ball. He's a pretty solid defender. Um, so I think he's just going to be like one of those D and three players. Um, but I think I, I like I would have liked to see him wait another year and just develop a little bit more, especially like with his ball handling and and like actually getting the shot, like mm. getting his own. But he may not have to worry about that in the league. The you know, be a, a three and D type of player, but their center Dickinson is transferring. So how has Michigan been in recent times in the NBA? Like I'm trying to think, like who's like the best player out of Michigan in the league over the last ten years? Like I can't really Brian Tim Hardaway. Yeah. Player. He's good. Still pretty solid. I mean, Michigan, as far as like over the last couple of years, they probably have been one of the more successful teams. You think over the last five years, outside of this past year, they are one of only, I think, maybe like four or five teams that have made it into, into consecutive Sweet 16s. Mm-hmm. Um, so from Jim Beheim to Jawan Howard, they've been able to have success. The thing is, like, lately, Jawan hasn't had the success he has wanted to probably have with regards to recruiting like this past year is probably a little rough because I think he didn't anticipate losing uh, two highly touted freshmen that I I, I would have figured that he would have thought that they would have stayed, but they ended up leaving and getting drafted. Um, had they had stayed, I think it would have been a different story. I think they would have been a really, really strong team. So hopefully this draft, you know, this next uh, recruiting class comes in and they have some success. He's losing a lot. He's losing a lot so. Right, yeah. Yeah, it just seems like Michigan had, like, over the last, like, 15 years, there's been some players that were absolute studs at the college level, and then the game just has not translated to the pros, you know? Like, I'm trying yeah. to, like, Trey Burke, Stauskas, right? I'm trying to think of who else. Yeah, Stauskas is a stroke. I mean, Duncan Robinson has had a little bit of success in Miami. He's you know, good, yeah. yeah. You know, he's had some, um, had some pretty decent stuff. Um I'm trying to think who else, like, even in recent, that like. It's. It's been kind of like up and down, yeah. Um, yeah. As far as like some of the play, but I mean, you got Jordan Poole. Yeah, he's probably, probably the best one right now, honestly. Yeah, he probably is the best one right now, um, for sure. But I mean, hey, I mean, no, nah, because you, I think they've got some players. You got Franz Wagner, who was balling out in Orlando. Um, he was an all rookie last year. Dude is averaging like. 18 and six. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, dude, it's nice. And bro, his brother, Mo Wagner, is in Orlando with him as well. Like, they mm-hmm. pretty well. Um, said Jordan Poole has been hooping. Tim Hardaway Jr. has been pretty, has been pretty solid. Duncan Robinson gets in here, and I think he's just evolving out of that role. And uh, Miami, he may get, he may get traded, you know, that somebody wants to take on that contract. Um, Trey Burke has just been – I think the thing with Trey Burke is that he's such a small guard. He is small. That it, it makes it difficult for him to really be able to kind of find his find – his especially because he's a smaller uh, scoring guard. So – Where is he know. now? He's still in the league. I have no idea. I don't either. I know he was in Utah for a while. He was in Dallas for a while. I don't know. I think he was in Dallas, but I don't know if he got traded or not yet, but – and then you mean you got like Livers. Isaiah Livers has been pretty solid mm-hmm. for the Pistons. Um, Are Pistons yeah. the last? They're the worst record, right? Still. Yeah, I believe so. Well, uh-huh. I, I, yeah, yeah, because they just I believe they lost to the Rockets, so they 
We got like five games left, less than five games. Really close. It's coming down to it's coming to an end. I'm gonna be really interested to see like how the standings shake out, especially in the East, because I think it's it's gonna be a dash to kind of figure out who can get to that one seed so that way they can avoid that two three matchup in the second round. Yep. I don't know if you watched that game the other day, but Boston smashed the Bucks. They did. Yeah, Boston looks good. They might be my favorites out of the East right now, to be honest with you. They look good. They do. I just, they, you know, they were on a bit of a slide for a while, especially after the All-Star break, bro. They were just losing games. Yeah, I think they're but... starting to swagger back. Everybody's starting to come back healthy and everything. And I, I'll be honest, like, that game was a statement game. Like, they went, they were in Milwaukee. That one that exactly, home, they were dude. in, in Stone. I mean, they're seven and three in their last time. They got the best point differential in the East, the league, actually. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. It was like six points or something like that. Yeah, six point six. They're looking good, man. I mean, when you got two guys like that, they can just go. You know what I mean? Just all around. And, and I've been so, waiting for that. They're so deep with their bench and just their players with like Horford and Robert Williams, and you got Derek White, not Brogdon coming off the bench, like. Grant Williams, like that's a really, really deep team. It is, man. Yeah, who's coaching them right now? Is uh, what's his name still suspended? Yeah, is uh, Joe Missoula. Okay, is I think more than I mean, it's not the fact that he got suspended. He pretty much they just laid him off. Okay, so he's gone. Yeah, they're just rolling, dude. I think he just signed like mid year. I think he signed like a multi year contract with them. Fucking rolling, man. Who do you? I mean, so Boston's not your favorite out of the East, though. Who do you think? Um, I mean, it's hard not to pick Milwaukee, bro. Like, Giannis is a different, it's a different thing. Like, he's just, I, mean, I don't, I just have a hard time not picking Giannis, even though fucking, bro, Joel. It's gonna come down to him and Jokic again with this MVP, bro. If Jokic beat him again, I, I hope not, I don't, man. Like, I don't understand. Like, Joel has been fucking. He is. I really hope he wins it, bro. My hope is even just voter fatigue will make people not vote for Jokic. And that sounds bad because he's balling, but it's just like, I don't know. I got to see it in the playoffs at this point for me to like keep crowning this guy, which I know it's a regular season award, but you know. No, but this is like, it's hard. Like, they got the number one record in the West. His numbers are fucking insane. But Joel has just been fucking balling, bro. Who, how many players has anyone won three in a row? Has, did Mike win three MVPs in a row? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a historic feat right there, bro. If, he, if he's ever done that. I'll look it up. Yeah. Has anyone won? Okay, look at numbers. Jokic is putting up 25, 12, and 10. So he's averaging fucking a triple double. Whereas Joel's putting up. 33, 10, and 4. And, I mean, damn near both of those teams got – they had the same record. Gotcha. Larry Bird won it three times in a row. Okay. That's it. That's fucking wild, man. It is wild. So, I, it, may be, it may get fatigued and understand that. I think, I think everybody agrees that, like, the East is tougher than the West still. So it may, I think it may go to Joel, which it has to, bro. And what check you know, the thing that's really crazy about this is that, like, you know, for a while that the rec that award was really like guard dominant. 
but that has completely changed where it's like it's been more big man dominant for a minute it has yeah everything's shifting bro even you just saying the east when you said that i was like that's so interesting now to say the east is better than the west when's the last it time is. that was the case man yeah. it is bro. It's, it's been a minute but um but yeah i'm i'm excited for these last couple of games to kind of see how things shake out me too Shit, this is one of the closest tightest on both conferences like i've this is really tight Man, shout out to Adam Silver for like putting this playing piece in because like this playing piece, that's mm-hmm. just like having that playing piece just makes the makes the whole these rest of these games so much more intriguing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I didn't like it the first year, but now I'm like, this is you awesome. Want, you want to pay attention to these late games because like a team like Dallas right now, they a game out of the play. Dallas looks terrible, bro. They look they so have, bad. Bro, their defense is ass. They Why look they, so bad. Like, I don't the understand. fuck is going on, man? So do you I, think Kyrie going to come back? Do you think that Cuban and them are going to sign Kyrie? I think they would want Kyrie. I just don't know if Kyrie – I don't know what he said recently, like, if he says he wants to stay. But, like, I would think they'd be more willing to sign him than he would to stay, if that makes sense. I think he may be willing to stay if they can give him a decent number. Like, if they can get him in that, like, low – I think he's probably thinking, like, look, you give me in the 30 range, 30 range a year, like 30 million a year – Give him like a two year deal. I'll 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 be I'd be surprised if he didn't take. It. Like it's not working, you know. Like it's just weird. And what is the fa- it's not that it's not working. It's the fact that like they don't have the players to make it work. They have nobody that plays. All their defensive players <laughs> just left. Yeah. <laughs> like Dorian Finney Smith is. He gone. was it. Yep. Was it like? But he made a big ass difference, bro. They play <laughs> no fucking defense. They gotta get some defensive <laughs> guys. Absolutely. Like you, you can lose some of your shooting to get defense, I think, in that situation. Cause I mean, they've got some decent shooters and then they've got two guys that can go get 60, like whenever they want. It's like get rid of some of that scoring. Get, Luca dropped like 42 the other day in Kyrie, or in Kyrie had like 26. So that's damn near 70 points there. Mm-hmm. Yep. They just can't stop anybody. Do you think Luca wants him to stay? Ah, uh, that's a good fucking question. I think it helps with Luca being able to like not have his usage rate so high, because um, his usage his usage rate has gone down some, but he's still being able to like score pretty well. Um, so I think, but they just cannot. It, it's a, I think it's gonna have to start with Luca though. Luca's gonna have to make a commitment to like just playing better defense, bro. Yeah, he's terrible. Like, he bro, he can't like his. He just doesn't have the lateral movement to be really, to really keep anybody in front of them. No, he doesn't. You're definitely right. It's uh, it's a weird situation over there, man. I don't know. I, I thought that that would uh, boost them a little bit, but you said right at the back, you didn't think it was going to work, and it's, it's. Not, I mean, it's the defense, bro. and I thought I was thinking more on the offensive side. The offensive side, it looks like it's kind of working. It's just defensively, they cannot. Yeah. Not at all. Bro, did, you, did you see the shit where with the Brooklyn Nets with Spencer Dinwiddie? No, I'm sorry. Doran Finney-Smith, Michael Bridges, and Cam Johnson have played more minutes than Katie, James Harden, and Kyrie did during their stint with the uh, Nets. Already? Already. That's wild. And that was like a week or two ago. Yeah, I don't I don't doubt it. Is Katie, it is. It is. Is Katie back now? Yeah, Katie's back. The first game back he had, like, he didn't really have a good shooting night. He's like 5 of 18. He just, I don't, it just seemed like he had his legs and everything. But that following game, Dude dropped like 36 on like 16 shots. Like, yeah. <laughs> back to being. 
Yeah, I mean, what do you think? I mean, obviously the fucking Nuggets look good, but I mean the Suns, if they get rolling, like that's a tough team to beat. Well, and right now it's looking like the Suns will play the Warriors in the first round. Yeah, that's gonna be crazy. Be a dog ass. Like I would, I would, I would really tune in and watch that. I mean, the Nuggets are too. Um, the Warriors, man, I, I think they lose like in five in that series. They really do. I don't. Yeah, I don't. They just, I don't, they don't have, I don't think that they have the bench and defensively, they're just not as strong. Like, like if Draymond is going to guard Kevin Durant, it's not going to go. No, he can't. Because <laughs> to your point, like Draymond is a really good all around defender, but he's a, he's a terrific interior defender. Right. And like, to your point is like, Katie doesn't drive the basketball. Like he doesn't need to do that. Like he'll just, he's happy sitting on the perimeter and taking mid range shots. So I just don't see. Yeah, exactly. It just neutralizes him completely. I think this is probably like that last year, like the bad boys when they lost to the Bulls, like, and it all broke up. And this is like it for the Warriors. That's what I'm seeing. Could be wrong. I I, I don't think it's going to be that. I think you'll see after this year, I think you're going to see some major changes to their, their, uh, some of their bench. So you think the core stays together? I do. I do think that that will, well, I think Draymond's gone. That that's what I was. About. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. I think Draymond may be gone. The thing is, like, who do they get to replace him though from a defensive standpoint? It's tough. I mean, I do think that they could go and get somebody. The thing is, is I don't know if he's going to be available. But if they can go and get um, a Crowder, I love Jake Crowder. Crowder could move. fit in really well with the Warriors, and mm-hmm. he gives them more of an offensive punch. He does. For sure, and I think he's just as solid as from a defensive standpoint as Draymond is. What's the deal with Andrew Wiggins, man? So he took like he's taking a leave. Is that what's going on? He's been on the leave. Yeah, it's it's just a personal thing, so they don't even know if he's gonna come back. And that's, I mean, that's really been affecting the Warriors a lot. Is like think yeah. how how important he was during their what's name last year. I mean, he was an All Star. He was averaging the double double. He is playing hella fucking defense on Jason Tatum, bro. Like. Did you Dude, hear the rumors? I did hear the rumors. That's that, like fucked his up. friend slept with his girl or something like that. Like his baby's not his. That's what I heard. I don't not I have no idea. Yeah. But that's Bruh. that that would be crazy. Bruh. I, I, I feel really bad for him if that is the case, bro, because that's a fucked up thing to go through, God. Absolutely. I would completely understand that leave, you know, like that's whew, man. but I agree with you. He was so instrumental to that last year. He was an all star last year, great all around player. Um so that's a huge blow to them. So I don't know if he'll be back next year. I think they should prioritize Poole um, and then obviously Clay and, Clay and Curry. But I think Draymond's on his way out. Yeah, I would agree. The question Where's is he going? Not, I was just about to ask you the same thing. Like, I, I bet he goes to the Lakers. No, they don't need him. I'm not. I, just, I, bet, I bet they didn't need Russ. I don't. I, they do not need him. They really <laughs> don't. Get him. They you. have one. They had the best. I think since they made that trade, I think they have the best defensive uh, efficiency or like best the best defensive numbers since they made that trade with like Vanderbilt. Now, really? I could see him go, which they could use it. I just don't know if they would. But like, if he goes to the Kings, ooh, that'd be interesting. I could see that because they definitely need the de- they need the defensive they do. Uh, that Draymond could bring. 
they'd be a pretty small ball team because like him and Sabonis would be their two big guys and they're pretty undersized, you know, that's, well, Sabonis well, isn't. Like 16, 16, yeah, but, I mean, he's more, to me, he reminds me like just his body. He plays like a stretch four more than he plays like a big center. You know what I mean? I mean, he. They, I mean, they run a lot of their offense through him. That's why he. I think because he, if I'm not mistaken, I think he leads their team in assists. He's a beast, but bro. That guy's. Dude, he's a bucket. First time. Team. Shout out to them. Was it first playoff since '06? That's pretty crazy. Bro, years. Yeah, I mean, Sabonis. So shit. That was it. Nineteen, twelve, and seven assists. Like he lead their team in assists. So, dude is nice. But I could see him going to Sacramento and like. It would be interesting. What do you think? Be. You think the Lakers make the plan? They they gonna fuck around. You know they a game above five hundred for the first time all season. Yeah. So they Amazing. in the eighth spot right now. I mean. I mean, Mister Glass is hurt again, so we'll see how that goes. Well, he finished the game though. Is he is he gonna be out? Oh, is he? I don't know. I just saw him trip and he was out. I was like, motherfucker, yeah, he came just back turn and it off. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he came back and finished that game. So how's Brian been playing since he's been back? He's been okay. Like he hasn't like gone off or anything. It's been like anywhere between the teens to like low twenties. So, which I, I think that that's okay though. Like, cause AD has been kind of hooping. Austin Reeves, bro. Yeah. Like, AK. I don't know where the fuck he had where that came from. Like, dude, <laughs> me neither. All bro. He, he didn't he have a game. He dropped like thirty six. He did. Like, a couple weeks ago. Is D'Lo hurt? D'Lo was hurt, but I think he's back. I think he just came back. I mean, them and they, like, if they're full power, if everybody healthy, that's a pretty good team. It is. Real talk. Like, that's a pretty good team. I just, I don't think, if they go up against the Nuggets, they're not winning that series. No. There's no way. There's, I mean, AD going to end up getting hurt. And whoever. <laughs> <laughs> and who, yeah. Can't and argue whoever, that. And then Jokic is going to go off, bro. They just don't have enough to match up with Jokic, bro. They, they're too good. Mm-hmm. So who do you have? Is uh, Nuggets your favorite or the Suns? Right now, I would probably lean more towards the Suns. Me too. Um, with KD, especially with him being able to come back these last couple of games and kind of get his rhythm, get their get their rotations and everything down. Aiton's back. He's healthy. Uh, I, I will go with the Suns. I'm with you. I'm with you. So if you had to make a prediction right now, it's Suns-Milwaukee again? I think I would go Suns-Milwaukee. It's a whole different beast now. It is. That's a completely different. And you, and you get that matchup between KD and Giannis too. Yeah, that would be pretty wild. I wonder if they guard each other. They would definitely put Giannis on KD. I think. Oh yeah, they they would. Have, I mean, they could put Crowder on them, and I think maybe have Giannis finish guarding KD. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be good. Man. Has, has Middleton been pretty healthy recently? Yeah, he's been pretty healthy. But I, if you saw that game against Boston, he got. He caught an elbow from Jalen Brown, and his mouth was bleeding and everything. But he's been he's been back. He just hasn't been really like going off or anything. I think he's still trying to get you know get his rhythm back and everything. He's been like teens um, since he's been back, but I think he, he's starting to get there. But it's gonna okay. take a minute. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. It's either Milwaukee or Boston, but Boston is my favorite right now. I think Boston versus uh, Phoenix is who I'm. Who no, I'm going I don't. With. They look good, bro. They look good. I'm trying to think what else is up NBA wise. Any other news or anything? Like, I mean, is well, they just so they just put together their collective bargaining agreement. Uh, so they just did like a seven year collective bargaining agreement. So there's a couple of things that like um, that kind of went into place that I think is pretty um, it's pretty interesting. So 
One thing is that they will no longer be trusting for um, testing for marijuana. So players can have at it. So shout out to the NBA for doing that. Absolutely. Um, and also to kind of curb load management, players will not be eligible for any like major end of the year awards unless they work unless they played sixty five games. I like that. So I like that too. I think it's kind of putting that in there. Um, they're thinking about which can happen as soon as next season of having an in-season tournament. Um, so it would include full play games baked into regular season schedule starting in November with eight teams advancing into a single elimination tournament in December. And they said the final four would be held at a neutral site with uh, Las Vegas being the, the, uh, the potential go-to for that. But like what for? What does the winner get? Like just I don't I don't I think they're still trying to figure that out. Mm. Um what else are they saying? Yeah. Mm. What's uh what's your take on what's going on right now, man? I don't know if you've seen there's been a lot of a lot of back and forth with current players and post players as far as like I mean it's been a thing for a while, but like they're like popping off on each other about like load management and shit like that. It's been interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of these the older players think that these that the current players are like soft, and you know, then you bring in the whole fan experience with regards to it because you know, like these people are paying their hard earned money to go and watch them play, and then they don't end up playing. Um, so I get out of that, but Jalen Rose had put something out. He was like, you know, like I'm not gonna hate on these guys for load management. He was like, because you think about it. You can go from playing maybe 12 years to now you can potentially extend it out to like 16, 17, 18, you know, LeBron 20 years. Mm-hmm. And like that, like stuff like that is, is unheard of where now you're starting to see a little bit more frequently where players are playing 15, 16, 17 years um, and kind of pushing out their careers a little bit longer because of that opportunity to be, to have the load management and really kind of take care of your body. So Right, but LeBron did it without load management. He really didn't miss significant time until the last couple of years, really until he got to L.A. You know, he was always yeah. like 65 plus. Yeah, you know? so, I mean, but, it, it, I mean, he did kind of take his breaks and take, you know, certain games that he just didn't need, yeah. especially, you know, beforehand. They were no playing and stuff, so like that. So he was easy, able to kind of just take those last couple of weeks, kind of take them off and not yeah. really do much of anything. So That's uh, true. Yeah, I'm not going to. I think it. I think it's a good. The thing, biggest thing is a shout out to KD for finally just admitting the fact that, like, I don't know if you saw, he had put out that tweet around the fact that, like, in years past, he had cared about what other people were saying about him and his legacy and everything. And he was like, "Now nah, I've got to the point where I don't really care. Like, Ooh. my legacy, my legacy is set, bro. Like, you can't, you can't argue with me about what my legacy is, and I'm one of the greatest to ever do this. And who I forget who was that brought this up. Uh, with regards to Katie. And they had a hell of a fuck. Was it the 2017 championship? The one, the so what was it? The the Cavs won in 2016, correct? Mm-hmm. Who's to say that that Warriors team wins a win would win if KD won there? Um, yeah, I would say it's about 50-50. Right, but KD just balled the fuck out during that during that finals and went the fuck like went off, bro. Like he was the reason why they won four one. 
Yeah, right? absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And then you come back again and they just swept their ass. Right off. And again, he went off. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like had had him and Draymond, they not got into that not got into that whole thing. Like we be talking about KD potentially having oh, well, at yeah, least man. championships, if not more. Yeah, I totally yeah, man. I mean, that's the greatest team I've ever seen for sure. Like we talk about like how the Warriors wouldn't have like you know, not having KD on the what's name and they were still good. Like, bro, they were getting black, they were still getting worked by the Toronto Raptors, bro. Like when KD went down. Mm-hmm. Like they had an opportunity to show what they could do without like, you know, without having KD in that space. And they didn't, they didn't perform. Now granted they won it last year, but they had, a, you know, that team was completely different, but in that space, like in what was it? 2018. Oh yeah. But it's completely different when like you have changed your team to revolve around this guy. And then he just goes out, you know, that's, they can't just go like, okay, we're back to the 2016 warriors now. You know what I mean? Like that's just a completely different thing. But that's what people talk about though. Right, yeah. that's what he was talking. They literally just you took out Harrison Barnes and you put KD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it, but I'm just saying, like when when your flow and your whole momentum and your game plan has been revolving around this guy, it's hard to then just switch right back to it. You know, like I think had they started the season without KD, they still would have fucking won 65 games and made it to the finals again. Like, I don't know. If, I don't know if I could say that. Really? I don't think that they would have won 65 games with KD and made it to the finals. No, no, without KD. Remember that second season, they they went seven games with the Rockets. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just like, my, I'm just saying, if the KD trade never happened, that 73 win team, the next year, if it was the same constructed team, would have won 65 plus and made it back to the finals again. I don't know. I think wow. Houston would have had. I, I I think Houston could have would have had that number. They wouldn't have won. They wouldn't have won that game without KD. Yeah. Like when the fuck if fucking Chris Paul didn't get hurt, we don't even know what would have happened. Right, we don't know, and they had KD. Mm-hmm. So like, I think people under people oftentimes will like kind of like put those things up on KD's things, like oh well, it's because you were on this team. Like no, nah, I I literally he carried like I shouldn't say he carried those teams, but he was he was the engine that made that shit go. Yeah, he was the reason that that team was the greatest team I've ever seen, like for sure. So it was like it. Is, I don't people. I think people try to discredit it because of that decision that he made, just ne- for completely ignoring the fact that like he balled the fuck out when he was there. He did. He balled. I'll give him that. You know, and people like I think people try to gloss over that. Like, oh, well, it was just a, like no, like you can't ignore the fact he had back to back championships, back to back Finals MVPs. Like he, but and the thing is, is like. LeBron had better, like LeBron, like if you want to talk about somebody to ball the fuck out, LeBron balled in those fucking finals. But like KD was matching him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I like the the point. Like back to what you're saying in this tweet. Yeah, I feel like you should feel like that, man. It doesn't really matter what anyone else thinks. Like you gotta. That was my whole thing with the whole thing. The fact that he was that self conscious about it. It's like you make me think like you feel like that, KD. Because like why? Oh, he, and I'm glad that he finally admitted that. Shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Because I think the shit like people like Charles and everything getting up under his thing, you know, like <laughs> it's like you got to be you got to be driving the bus and everything. Like it don't matter if I was driving that bus or on the motherfucker, I'm still on it. And guess what? I got more than what you got, my dude. He does. That he do. 
Charles is always getting into it with these guys, man. It's funny. Charles makes some good points once in a while, though. Like I did, like his his thing about the like working class, like you kind of um, alluded to, just uh, like when he said, like we got people that are iron workers working eighty plus hours. Like that's hard work. Like they don't get like so like stuff like that. I'm, I'm totally with them. Like it's like you're playing a game. You know, like let's be honest. Like it's it's not yeah. life or death. Yeah, you know, for sure. Mm-hmm. Do we talk about? these fights that happened and yeah bro. upcoming fights bro we got so much coming up i'm so excited uh, benavidez and plant that fight was pretty good bro yeah man i didn't watch it live but i watched it afterwards um wow i mean caleb looked good the first five rounds i was like damn he's boxing yeah, him up he, yeah he was and then benavidez just started catching bro his face was so over. fucking bloody bro Benavidez's yeah. power, man. I think just Caleb mm-hmm. just started feeling the power of his shots, and it really just started affecting how he was moving. Like his whole yeah. game plan was thrown off after that. He got you know? shot. It did. It did. What? What? Who? Who has the quote? Everyone's got a like plan until they get punched in the face. Yeah. Mike Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. Like in this show, because Caleb, you like you said, like it just seemed like everything just fell off. Like like he got caught mm-hmm. and was like, oh shit, like oh, like I don't know, but he he. He he got through off once he started getting tagged, bro. Absolutely. And you know what's crazy about it is I thought because he took Canelo 11 rounds, fought him pretty well until Canelo started catching him, that I, I, I've i always just thought um, Benavidez, there's no way he's as good as Canelo. But now I'm like, whoa, like that was that was very impressive. We got to see that fight now. Like, yeah. You I, think that Benavidez could like – do you think so? Do you think he could win against Canelo? Yeah, I think he could win. I'm not saying I, I would bet on him. I'm just saying he could, absolutely. I mean, he – I think you can argue that, you know, Canelo stopped playing, but I can argue that Benavidez was, nah, I don't think you can say more impressive because it was a decision over a stoppage. But, like, man, he he won the fucking last seven rounds of that fight, like, decisively. Like, it was a domination, you know. So, I don't know. That's a good fight, man. Canelo is a weirdo. Like, I, you know, respect his game, obviously, but, like, I never know who he's going to fight next. He'll go on these streaks where he just fights people, and you're like, who the fuck are you fighting, bro? Like, no one wants to see this. Like, you're at, like, that Floyd status now where you should only be fighting title fights and, like, legacy fights yeah. now, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. I think he probably wants to fight Bival again. That's probably what's going to happen next. Okay. But after that, I want to see him versus Benavidez. I think that's a really good yeah, match. Yeah, that would be a dog-ass fight. And the thing is, I think, to your point, like Benavidez, I think can really kind of match him with the power, but then Benavidez has that reach too. Yeah, he does. He's bigger. He's a bigger man. He is. Which he's Canelo struggles with that man. Like Bivol, like it was just the mismatch. I don't even like that rematch. If I was Canelo, I would leave that alone, man. Like I think he has yeah. better luck against some of those other light heavyweights. Bivol is like a reacting, long range, like sit on the ropes and counter. Like it's not a good matchup for Canelo. I don't know why he's so keen on. I know he lost, so he's probably like, I want to avenge it, but. Yeah, I don't think that's a good fight for him personally. I think he might lose again. So the, then, my next question is: Is what happens with Plant now? Like, yeah, like I wonder, like fight now, bro. Yeah, you're right because he's kind of in that like Colby Covington thing now, where it's like you're clearly like a really good contender, but you're not like the top of that division, you know? Yeah. Um, maybe go down. I don't know, dude. I really don't. That's a really good question. He's such a good fighter, man. I really enjoy fighting or watching him fight. Um, but yeah, he's definitely not the top of the division. You know, no. it just, yeah, I, I don't know. Down. And then you got fucking Haney and uh, Lomachenko. That's going to be a great fight. Uh, 
they're billing that. Uh, you know, they always do the poster boards for them and have some name for the fight. I think they're calling it like the chess match. I'm like, that's the perfect name for that fight, man. Like, hell yeah, hell yeah. That that's gonna be. Both of them are such good jabbers. Yes. Yeah. Like, and I didn't. I really, really didn't really realize it with Haney, but like, that's probably his best fucking shot. It do. is, bro. He's got one of the best jabs I've seen in a long time, especially at that division. He just snaps that boy. Like, man. But, you know, Loma's footwork. But Loma did not look as good in his return fight. Now, I know he was off for a while and there was everything going on in Ukraine, so I don't know. But, I mean, if it's classic Loma that comes back, oh, man. Like, yeah, with his footwork. Um, But we've never really even seen Haney challenged. So, it's true. True. Yeah. Like, this is this is big, man. I'm very excited for that. Definitely going to try to go go somewhere and catch that fight because I definitely want to catch that fight. I think I'd probably lean towards Haney right now, to be honest with you. I, I don't disagree, bro. I think just I think his speed really is going. And then he hasn't, like you said, he hasn't had that layoff like I think Loma has, which has affected because it saw we I mean we saw it affect him when he was fighting when he fought uh Lopez. Yep. For sure. Yeah. And talk about another fight where someone was bothered by someone's power, man. Like I Haney's not necessarily like a power puncher, so I don't think he'll have that problem when they fight, but I mean, Haney's just sharp, dude. Like, it's yeah. just going to be like a really technical boxing match. I don't see a stoppage. I see that's going to go to the distance, and it'll just be. If it does go a stoppage, it will be on Lomachenko stopping Haney. If there yeah, is yeah I think so. Just from overwhelming him, maybe. Like, he doesn't yeah. throw, like, one-punch knockouts. But, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. going to be a really good fight. That's coming up in May, I think. Yeah, it's like May 4th, May 5th or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Anthony Joshua fought yesterday and couldn't finish the dude. It was like some weird, like I don't want to say scrub, but just some contender. His name was Anthony Franklin. Uh, couldn't knock him out, and then he called out Fury at the end. I don't think that'll happen. Um, AJ yeah, man, bro. I don't know. I, I I'm kind of he's the same boat as like Caleb Plant to me. It's like I, even though he won titles, I'm just like you're kind of like a step below like the the top, you know. Like I think the next thing for him, he need to let Fury go. Like him and Wilder need to go at it. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't need to see that fight. Absolutely. Like, I mean, like we've all been waiting for that fight. Mm-hmm. Let's just go ahead and make it happen. Yes, I agree. I don't I don't know where Wilder's head's at, if he's been kind of trying to make a fight, but I would love to see that as well. I don't know where Fury goes next. Apparently him and Usyk broke down. That's not gonna happen now. So it's just like damn. Yeah. Fury pisses me off, bro. Like I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. Like he He's one of my favorite fighters to watch, and his personality is hilarious and all that shit. But like, he also says all this shit. Like, I don't give a fuck about the money. Like, I'm just here. I'm a Spartan. Like, I'll fight anyone. But like, this whole shit, where like it took forever for him and Usyk to agree, and finally Usyk agreed on like a thirty percent per split, and then they still couldn't make the fight happen because like Usyk wanted a rematch, and Fury was like, "There's no rematch clause." It's like, bro, like just fucking fight, man. Like, get the fans what we want to see. Like, we all want an undisputed. Champ. But the thing is, why would he want like a rematch? I mean, shit, he, he did three with fucking wow. I know, man. It just uh, these these dudes, man. They they boxers can be bitches too, man. Like it's just like, man. This is why I kind of want Dana White to like take over part of boxing and like like fix this shit because this is just say what you want about Dana White, but he will make shit happen as far as like the fights I mean, that people want to see. He puts on a good fucking card, bro. Yeah. I'm tired of this, man. Like, the promoters, these boxers think they can do whatever they want, which they kind of can, but, like, these sanctioning bodies are a joke. Like, all these different belts. Like it's too many. It's too many. That's what I think it is. It's too fucking many just sanctioning bodies that get involved fucking uh, 
agents and shit like that. It's promoters. It's yeah, too much. Yeah, man. They're all corrupt. Take, I think it's going to start to take away from it. And then, it is. Speaking about the uh, UFC, bruh, I don't think anybody saw that Edwards. Oh, man. How the fuck? I didn't. Saw that. I would have bet the house on Camaro stopping him. I had no. I had not, bro, I guarantee you no one had that coming. No. Did you uh, watch it? I watched, so I didn't watch it live. I like you did. I kind of watched a follow up, but like, bro, it. Kamara didn't look like the same dude, bro. Not at all. Which is so not weird. At not at all. Like I, I don't know if he just don't have it. I don't know, but Edwards dominated. Yeah, man. I mean, and he had a point deduction for like a low kick, I think, and still, you know, outpointed him pretty fairly. I mean, that was weird, man. I did not expect that at all out of Kamara. I don't know if like. That was just a bad night if he was injured or what it is. But, like, that's the worst I've ever seen him look, for sure. Did not look anything yeah. like the same thing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing like that, bro. And then you got fucking Adesanya got his rematch coming up. So excited for that, man. They can take my money for that. <laughs> I'm so excited. I don't know. Like, do you think it's going to be another situation where – what happened to Uzma where like he just gets dominated? Listen, in I was gonna say the same thing. I have the same mindset going into this that I did with that one. I'm like, Adi is gonna win this like handily. Like that's just how I feel about it. But like, God, yeah. after seeing that, it's like holy shit. Like right. man's beat him three times, knocked him out twice. I don't know if that's in his head. Like and just knowing he's got that wilder effect of like Perea has to be perfect for like one second. Like that's all he needs. Like yeah. if he catches you, it's over. Like it's over. Man. Yeah. I'm a really excited. Hold on, when is that? When is that fight? It's next weekend. Is it okay? The eighth, and then Masvidal is fighting Gilbert Burns as the co-main. Yeah, event. I saw yeah. that. Which Masvidal? I'm, I really think he wants to get his ass. I do too. Yeah, I want him Definitely. to win. I'm a Masvidal fan, but like, I I think he's he's 38. And he's kind of just he, bro. He's yeah. about to get. Think he gonna get clapped. I I think he's gonna go like work two rounds. Dude, I was working out with my buddy at the gym today. He's a big UFC guy, and he said the same thing as you. He says, I see Gilbert stopping him by the second round. I was like, yeah, I can't disagree with that. Uh, Masvidal was just on Joe Rogan. Rogan was asking him, like, you know, you're 38. Like, how much longer do you think you're going to do this type of thing? And he was saying, like, listen, I am I fight for America top team. That's, like, his gym. And he's like, and I'm still in there competing against the best of the best. And, like, when I'm sparring in there and I feel like I can't run with the pack anymore, then, like, I'll give it up. But, like, I in my head still feel like I'm an absolute elite fighter. And it's, like, that's where it's tough with these fighters, man. I don't know how much of it's pride as far as, like, or, like, how much in reality they actually are. Um, yeah. So we'll see. This will be, like, the final test. Like, if he can put on a good performance, he'll be like, okay, like, he can still hang in there. But if he just gets dominated – I think it's about time for him to kind of let it go. He's lost yeah, his yeah, last yeah. two or three. Like he just has not looked that good, you know. So he's a great fighter um, though, man. I missed like he he's had some historic moments for the UFC, that's for sure. Yeah. He definitely has. Yeah. And then did you see that um what was it? So, you know, Patty uh had recently got out of he recently had surgery and I forget the guy that he beat was like talking shit. And so the dude was so Patty was like, bro, like you busy running your mouth and not like I I beat you handed. Mm-hmm. Like wait till I get back and we we're gonna we're gonna fight again. So I'm I'm waiting for I'm ready for Patty to come back. Oh, Patty Pimblet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a funny one, man. It's so funny watching him just balloon up and wait like that and look like a different dude. Bro, and then he does, it doesn't even look the same, bro. No, no. <laughs> he's so funny, man. He's all fat and everything, yeah. but like I'd rather be fat than happy, lad. Yeah. 
He's funny, bro. I like him. He's a good he fighter, did. too. I'm excited to see what happens there. I did see Sugar Sean say in a podcast that it's in his contract. Um, oh, yeah. Did you Aljo is fighting Henry Cejudo. I don't know if you know that. Henry Cejudo's coming back, and they're fighting for the bantamweight belt. But Sugar Sean said it's in his contract that whoever wins that, he's fighting for the title after that. So that'll be interesting. That'll be very interesting. Henry Cejudo, bro, I'm not really – I only got into the UFC a couple of years ago. I don't know if you, you know who he is. Like, he was a really good uh-huh. fighter. He was a double champ, I think bantamweight and lightweight. He hasn't fought in a couple of years, but he's coming back now. Um, he's, a, like – I don't want to – I don't know if you'd say an all-time great, but, like, a modern-day great. And uh, so he's coming back, fighting Aljo. And then, yeah, from there it'll be Sugar Sean. So that's going to be very interesting. I'm excited to to see how that works out. So – Last thing before we kind of get off here. So shouldn't the NFL is getting spicy? Yeah, we got to talk some NFL real quick for sure. Like Lamar. The Jets look like they're about to sign Rodgers. Jets are going to be scary. And, bro, and then they're talking about they may even try to get Odell. Yep, I saw that. Bro. What's his deal? Is he still hurt? Like, is he good to go now? No, man, he had a tryout or he had a workout with some NFL teams and everything. So, I mean, he looked pretty solid. They're just saying that like he they felt like his conditioning was um was kind of off. But I mean, a dude was also recovering from fucking surgery. So like yeah, that I think that that seemed that would make sense. But um yeah, and then Lamar and his whole contract thing. Where do you think he's gonna end up? Well, I have no idea. But people, I've been hearing rumors that like people are talking about him maybe going to Indy. Indy, huh? That was like a team that I would not expect someone to say. I mean, they got Jonathan Taylor. That'd be a very interesting backfield combination between the two of them. Uh, they got some decent receivers. I don't know, yeah. bro. Like, I just I, – I don't – with him, it's like, how sustainable is that going to be? Like, did he play – no, he was injured a little bit last year, wasn't he? He didn't play the whole year. He didn't play the last couple of games there. Because the Falcons uh, owner was quoted. I, like, saw him say something basically like, I think Lamar is a – top five talent at quarterback in the league right now. Um, and this is no disrespect to him, but like we won't be pursuing him because like, it's just a, like a matter of facts that like this man is not, he's missed five plus games. Like the last like four or five since his MVP season type of thing. And he's like, we just can't, we can't have that type of thing. And I, I understand that, man. That's what's tough about these mobile guys, man. Like who has sustained it for like a long period of time? Mike Vick. Vick. I mean, I mean, you've got Cam. Cam sustained it for quite a while. I guess honest. he made us to a Super Bowl, but like, I none I mean, of them have won one. Just how consistently like he's played, like he's played consistently at a high level. Yeah, I'll give you that for several years. Also got to, I think the Colts got to be realistic about the fact that, like, bro, they had Matt Ryan as a starting QB last year, and he played twelve games. Like, yeah, right. Come on, bro. So I don't know. Um, I just want to see somewhere where he can just really go and like and ball and he had an opportunity to like I think because everybody like says this thing about like the run, but that was like their offense, right? And he really didn't have receivers. No, that, he hasn't. You're right. You know what I mean? He really didn't have receivers like that. He had you know, he's had his uh Andrews, he's had his tight end, but like other than that, he really hasn't had like receivers like that where he can consistently just us to get open and, and get the ball to, but I think mm-hmm. if they can find a way, whether it's to a team that he's going to or they figure out something in Baltimore, but 
I think you you gotta you can't continue to say like oh he's a running quarterback when you haven't given him an opportunity to be something outside of a running quarterback. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's just interesting though, man, because I'm like trying to think in my head like all the past Super Bowls of like recent like I don't I don't know if any of those guys have ever won one, have they? Like one of those dudes that's considered like a run first quarterback and again i get what you're saying like maybe if he's in the right system he can be more of a pocket passer and like run when he needs to but like i can't think of one that's actually won a super bowl like which is kind of crazy yeah yeah uh, same i don't think i can i mean there's been some guys that have made it to the yeah like hurts this year made it you know and hurts i mean hurts has made it uh, Kaepernick was more of a running quarterback, if we're being honest. I mean, he could throw the ball, but yeah, Cap, he, yeah, Cap yeah, for sure. He lost. Um, can you throw Cam in there? Did Mike Vick uh, ever make one, or did he just make an AFC or an uh, NFC championship game? The Eagles with Donovan McNabb. Yeah, um, even Donovan was probably more of a pocket passer than he was. Um, yeah, so, man. I mean, it's wild. Yeah, wild to think that'd be crazy to see, like, like a, a team like. Like, Hurts almost just did it, even though he is a passer, too. Like, I'm not saying he's just a runner. But, like, it's just crazy to me thinking about it right now. Like, they're not – I don't know if there's ever been a Super Bowl one where, like, the quarterback was, like, a, a fucking run-first type of type of guy, you know? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I'd like to see, but we'll, we will really see. I mean, you know, I have a uh, – Lamar, I, I ride with Lamar. I think he's a, yeah, a he's really good talent. I'm going to, like, really showcase – his ability to throw the ball, even you know, people talk about his inaccuracy and everything. It's like, well, is it really his inaccuracy, or is it just the way that the offense is set up and he having not him not really having guys that I can do that damn thing? So I don't know. But so real quick, last thing, you're the Panthers, number one overall pick. Who are you going with? What's their quarterback situation right now? Do they just sign somebody? Mm-mm. No. I got to go with the quarterback for what's his name? Are you going with Bryce, Bryce Young from Alabama? Yeah, I'm saying Bryce Young. From Ohio State. Are you going with Will Levis from Kentucky? Are you going with it's Stroud or Bryce Young? But I'm probably going to say Bryce Young. I'm going with Young. How about you? Yeah, I, um, I I think I would go with Stroud. I just like his, um, you know, I like the size a little bit more. Um, and he hasn't he hasn't been injured. And I think he still shows up in pretty big moments. I mean, he bought out against Georgia. He did legit bought out against Georgia in that championship game. He did. Yeah, he's a great so, player. So it just came down. They just couldn't get the stop. So like, and Alabama could you know they really couldn't do that. So. I would. Uh, what do you think I the would, Lions would, do, bro? They got two first round picks. No edge rushers. Well, the Lions, they, they, they. I think they're. I, I like what they've done in the secondary with bringing in Gardner Johnson, and um, I just think they need to get some more pass rush, um, yep. and just adding some, just adding some pieces to. Um, well, outside of the pass rush, I think they also need to add some pieces to do some run because we, we were not great against the run. Either. Yeah, I think a, a, a edge rusher and a linebacker would be a great move for those first two first two picks. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see how that works. Um, I 
Running back could be a priority too, though, because Swift is a dog, but he gets hurt a lot, and they just lost Jamal Williams to the Saints. So it's like I don't know what's yeah. going to happen. They picked there. the Westland from Chicago. Oh yeah, Dave Montgomery. They picked up Dave Montgomery from Chicago, which I think he'll be pretty solid in doing that share responsibility with with Swift. I think will be straight. Yeah, absolutely. He's more. I think he's a little bit more versatile than Jamal. Is Jamal a little bit more run heavy and everything? Montgomery, I think, kind of come out of the back and catch a pass or two on some screen plays. So for sure, for sure, yeah. Yeah, want to keep up with that. All right, I mean, I got a. I'm working next Saturday, but I'm free next Sunday. If you want to record them, uh, yeah, next Sunday. It'll probably have to be a little bit later if that's okay. Oh shit, is that um, Easter? Yeah, it's Easter, but I mean, I'm not. I just sure. it has to be a little bit later on the day, but I can record it just be a little bit later. Okay, sounds good, my man. All right, peace out. Peace, bro. I'll talk to you soon.